Welcome to another episode of the Cultured Handed Podcast Season 2. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, leave a comment below on things you want us to improve upon. And let us know how this episode made you feel. Now let's get into the episode. Back I actually started this um, Vicky drama, Song of Glory, the one I was telling you about, was so mm-hmm. cool. And then, you know, I reached you the latest one, which was 24. And I stopped because like, that was like the latest episode you have. And now they have some new episodes. If I start watching it, I'm not going to stop until, you know. I just want to wait for them to finish it first. Mm, I get that. There's this new movie that this guy is acting in. The guy from Moon Lovers. What is his title? I'm waiting for that to finish so I can. Oh watch. wait, is it Flower of Evil? Yes. And mm. his wife is the detective. Yes. Oh my God. Did you watch? You know there was a Vicky party for it, right? There was a Vicky party for the premiere. Like, mm-hmm. did you watch it then? No, I watched it on YouTube. Like, I did some advertisement, but I was like, I have to watch this. I have to, like... Yeah, they did a Vicky party for it. Welcome, sir. A Vicky well. watch party. Ah, uh, someone is here. It's been a while. What's up, guys? Hi, Samuel. Do you know I thought Victor was just trying Welcome, to make Samuel. us change topics? Yes, I was also <laughs> trying to do that. Samuel's coming was a wonderful timing. <laughs> It's so beautiful. Okay. Hello, guys. Let me What's up, Samuel? It's been a while. Ah, what happened? Yeah, call me Smog. S M O G. Okay, you are. Are you sure you want to be called that from the book? That guy was not really the favorite character. That guy, the guy, the guy lost his ego. Money doubler. If the money if he's a money doubler, why is he living in that kind of house? <laughs> the guy and it was Talk so much. Because it's not a right? <laughs> even, even the money is swindling for people. She used it to do something insensible, but no. What's <laughs> you say I am professor. The money is swindled that he used to eat coconut and gari. It's true, and gari. Okay, let me start. What's that? What's that? Yeah, coconut and berry is nice. Very really nice. Very cold water, ice block. So, mm-hmm. granite, so, little sugar. <sighs> Those days. Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Cost Red Handed podcast. So, I'm so glad to have you guys here. And I'm so excited. Um, today, we'll be discussing the book Chiki and the River by Chinua Achibe. And now let's go into the week recap. Oh, before we go into the week week recap. Okay. Uh, two episodes, right? Two episodes are out, right? Of season two. Yeah, we have two episodes out. It just came oh. out yesterday. 
So um, is that's yeah. You guys should go all go listen to the episodes. Even you guys here. Tell us what you think. We have some new things in it too as well. We appreciate your feedback. Okay. So we, we recap. We recap. <laughs> <laughs> we recap. Okay. Copper, do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Well, it was a stressful week. You know, considering I had to leave one job for my internship, paid internship. You know, it was really cool. You know, I was no no because no do you I whenever I say internship right I expect people to like obviously assume is a paid internship you know but somebody asked me is it paid these days I have to tell people that is a paid internship you know so that they don't have to ask me those kind of questions Anyways, I said I worked this week and it was, you know, um, overwhelming as any new job, you know, Mm. and new timing and other stuff. And it's really cool, Sha. And it was very stressful for you. This week was really, was really stressful for me it was kind of like the final work of final week of like at my last job so i had to combine the two jobs together this week which was like you know i was exhausted throughout the week i was just you know i was literally running on films by friday so i'm glad to see it and mm. uh what else so now i'm not i don't have any other series to watch so I'm done with NCIS. I mean, season 17 of NCIS. And now I'm looking for seats up and down. Yeah? What do you say, Samuel? What do you say? I'm being caught. I don't know. Someone was recommending this Netflix special. Um, is it no cost? Yeah, cost. Cost? And she's talking about cop yeah. show. They're recommending she should go watch some weird... What genre of um, drama do you It sounds like supernatural or something. It, yeah, supernatural is medieval, it's romance, it's is it action. Can you watch anyone, Comfort? Or do you have like a specific. Comfort has a taste. Exactly. So, what kind of taste, what kind of genre do you watch? Okay. <clears throat> Um, oh, wow. drama. Let's see. I watch uh, drama, but I can't take like more than five seasons of dra- drama. But if it's mm. a medical drama, then oh, that's different. Uh, but I mostly like watching all those, you know, um, cop shows. You know, detective. There's a bad guy. They're trying to catch a bad guy, kind of stuff. Mm. But nothing supernatural. Nothing like all those Marvel comics. Have you Flash, all those things. I absolutely do not like Flash. The concept of Flash just annoys me. Yeah, so, um, what else? Which other Marvel? Mm-mm. I don't think I watch any. What's so, Arrow? Mm, I love Arrow for like two seasons. 
I watched three seasons of Iron, then started making, you know, started yeah, stop, stop making sense. After a while, I was just like, why are they still making this? As in, what's going on? It was okay, sure. I'm say that though. Naruto finished and then they started the one for his son. Like, that, that tells you that's the limit. <laughs> what Naruto to the end, they had the gods to give him a son and give his son the whole story. Like, why? It's over. Let's try <laughs> Like 900 episodes. I think it's still ongoing, which is a scary thing. And everybody that leaves that show sort of make it makes it big yes. after they leave himself. Yes, that's why I love who wants to go there. Love them are iconic now. Okay, so come on, but are you done with your pick? Yes. Okay. The point is, I really need a new series to watch. You know. Yeah. So. I hope you find. And you some. know how bad it is because I've started rewatching Mentalist. Yeah, you said so. I don't want to, you know, go down the rabbit hole of watching Grey's Anatomy again. No, don't do that. Yeah, because that's don't a rabbit hole. You've done it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay. I I've actually forgotten about Red John. What was Red John like, Seth? Oh, Red John was one uh, detective guy like this. No, was he? He was a sheriff. And he was so unremarkable oh. at the end of the day. They just hyped him up for season <laughs> one. They hyped him up and then they could not deliver. He was this, looking, as in, you don't understand how unremarkable he was. I mean, at the end of the day, they tried to prop him up to fit the red John image. But that guy is not smart enough to be red John. The guy that they eventually revealed to be red John. I was just so disappointed. Maybe they never no, had him in mind. Beginning. Obviously, they never had anybody in mind as red. Just like gossip girl, they just landed it on this guy. Dan, Dan. yeah, it's just uh, oh. just landed on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I was so surprised. Oh, 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 you can be red, girl, no. I mean, like I said, watching it, and from season one, episode seven, they started giving hints of who mm-hmm. of. Red John of him, you know, catching Red John, and they didn't catch Red John till like season six, wow. five. And Red John was so, you know, nothing he made at all. I mean, at least Dan, you can see it, right? You can. Yeah, they they you showed know, even if you don't was. believe it. Yeah, they showed. But I read the was. book, so we can imagine it was a little confusing for me. I read the book before the movie. Was there a person in the book? I think at one of the books, maybe. I don't think so, actually. Not that I think oh, about but, but the point is, like, Gossip Girl, you could actually see because they showed you, okay, this happened. Yeah, they showed us how but it Red John, oh my God. All the things he had been doing since season one, it cannot be that guy. Like, it cannot, that guy cannot be Red John. 
So just propped him up and just disappointed us. Not really that's bad. brilliant. That's the brilliance now. Like that's the brilliance of the character that you can't even suspect him. Samuel, I think you should read the room and know they are not supposed to say that to comfort when she's really upset. So I think no. One is not about about it's not about brilliance. It's about capacity. Somebody cannot when somebody cannot do something, you cannot do something. Go on. As I said, he doesn't have any hidden talent. I mean, okay. I started watching this thing mentalist and then there was this episode of this guy that pretended to be um a he pretended to be retarded, but he was like the killer at the end of the day. You know, he was the killer at the end of the day, and all of us were like, oh, my God. I mean, from the beginning, I knew he was the killer because every series, every cop series, he has acted in one episode, and he's always pretending to be retarded. So, obviously, when I saw him, I knew he was in one. But this one, the guy does not have the capability to do all those things that Red John did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samuel, I think you should mute yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. That was not the right comment at that moment. I don't know what's happening. I I apologize on the behalf of the Red John guys. And I think we can lead that to Red John. You're apologizing for Red John. Can you imagine? (laughs) Yes, because he really made her upset and disappointed. I don't, I don't, I just feel sad. But that's okay. So, Comfort, are you done venting about that? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So let's go into, okay, I'll talk about my week. My week was just normal. It was very, it was stressful, but I'm just learning how to navigate doing everything and still like taking time out for myself as well. Um, My sister got me a nice gift. So I'm using it. Some candles, um, a mask, you know, I soaked my feet up for my pedicure and just took my time for myself. I'm also looking for stuff to watch, but please, nobody should recommend for now. Um, <laughs> I'll just scour the apps looking for things that are so my interest. Because I, I don't really know if I can put my interest into words, to be honest. Because like yesterday, I didn't know what I was looking for, so I found it. So, I think we're not venting about things now. Let's keep the venting to the end of the story. After we discuss the book, then vent away. Okay? Sorry, you're saying something comfort. I said, have you watched The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind? I have seen... I'm so, is, that's a masterpiece. That's not something you just sit down and watch. That's something you prepare your mind and watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something you just watch when you're looking for something to just watch. That's a good show. That's a good movie, I mean. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it? No. Yeah, so I'll have to that one I have to mentally prepare, sit down with like popcorn and then watch it. But like sometimes I just want something easy, you know, straight to the point that I'll just laugh, ha ha ha. Or something that is just no, it depends on my mood. Very yeah, thank you for your recommendation. So I think that's all I'll say about my week. It's been good. I made it true. I'm looking forward to next week. Um, who wants to go next? Samuel, you can go next, but please keep your vents into the end of the podcast. Okay. Hey, about my week. My week was good, though, actually. Just busy. Had a lot of here and there. 
Um, I think I made most of my appointments. I am not sure I disappointed anyone this week, so I'm happy for that. <laughs> and yeah, I'm you have a yeah, no, usually you like, I, I promise you about people, and then like the last guy always gets left out. So I'm just happy that this week was good. Yeah, that was like awesome summary. Great week. That was fast. Okay. So, um, Timmy. Yeah. Um, my week was okay. Like the first half of my week was stressful because I had to meet up with a deadline, and yes, I think during that period I was just tired because I had to sit down in place for a very long time, and yeah, I'm still doing my everyday exercise. Nothing changed after two weeks, so I was sad for like a while. But then again, I'm so proud of you. That's consistency. Keep doing it. Oh, okay, yeah. Thank you. You mentioned the last time you were here, so. Yes. Although I missed two days because I was really, really, really busy those two days. I wasn't really at home like that. And um, the the rest of the week has been chill because I was able to like re-energize because the first half was was like I don't know it was too hot in a way for me so the second half of the week I was able to re-energize calm down relax watch Mm -hmm. movie and yeah that was it though happy to hear that power yeah hey guys um my week was all right. It was all right. I found in my resignation letter on Thursday. Woo! Hallelujah! <laughs> so it's finally finished. I, I, I feel oh like there's a backstory that we don't know about. <laughs> I, I, I still left out. We don't know. Please. I'm sorry. I don't know if we're supposed to be happy or not. We're supposed or, to be happy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah the only one that does. Victor, tell them, tell them what you want to tell them. I'm trying to live for like a year. <laughs> so I didn't want to live without any shore parking. Oh, so now that you're living, it means there's a shore package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's the yeah? He doesn't want to mention it at the moment. I don't. No, it's not, it's not that old, I, I say it with confidence like now. I'm not saying you should mention it, but say yes, there is. Yes, there is. <laughs> 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 that means you are living, you are living far. That's the exciting thing. Yeah. Oh, that means that you'll now be fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my skin will come back. <laughs> That just clicked in my head. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's nice. Congratulations, Paul. Congratulations, Greater heights ahead. Exactly. More wings to come. Yeah. What do you say? More, more what? Do you say more wings? Wing. To come? Never heard Wing. that before. Uh-uh. Never heard it. No, I've never heard more wings before. 
But like yeah. I meant like eagle wings or something. Okay. Maybe, wow. You know what? Next time just send us since you've heard. So that you know <laughs> how to congratulate other people. Want to say to congratulate people. Ha-ha. I don't understand again. Once you to come, you say you've no head. The sky is the limit. You say the sky should not be the limit. <laughs> Yes, yes. That's what I was trying to say, but no good guys. It's always good to have you guys in this circle. So let's discuss the book Chicken and the River by Chinua Chibi. Comfort, I really like when you summarize things. Do you want to summarize? Wow. I think you summarize things really well. It's not you don't have to if you don't want to, but if you can't stop putting me on the spot. You already said you, I summarize things well. Now you're not saying you don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> Just leave it as it is. So Chicky and the River. Chicky was a very mischievous child. Mm. Yes. As you know, as people go, expectations change and you know grow and increase and all that chike had his mother's prayers in retrospect i mean there were so many ways things could have gone bad mm. <clears throat> so chike was somebody that grew up in the village and he had three sisters right was it three or two two two, two sisters yeah yeah and his mom was a single mom and she was doing everything to make sure her children went to school. So while Chike was in the village, he didn't have so many expectations of life. And so then he now heard that his uncle wanted to take him to the city. And, you know, they had told him so many stories about the city that there was, instead of like he would, like they could flush the toilet, you know, so many things, so many stories. And, you know, depending on how you feel about life or how you feel about new things, there are different ways you can react to it, right? And, but Chike was so excited about this new adventure, about, you know, the change, about the things that he had imagined, you know, from his own little perspective, anything could come true going to the city. And then now he's in the city, he's going to school, he has made friends, he can play football, he has a friend called Smog, and he had um, Ezekiel. So now he's, you know, his expectations have changed. His friends are now talking about having money. And Chike that never needed money before because, you know, everything that he needed was already provided suddenly you know started needing money because everybody had it jesus christ everybody as i was saying so uh chike needed money because he wanted to take a ferry to go to asaba 
his friends were talking about how they had all gone to Asaba and how maybe someday they will also go to Lagos because after Asaba is Lagos. Mm. It's just one drive away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and chicken needed, um, how much did he need? To, for one chicken. chicken. Yeah. yeah. Which was um, 12. 12 pence. Yeah, 12 pence. So six pence to go, six pence to come back. And, but he didn't have that kind of money. When he asked his uncle for money, his uncle was like that he should better go and spend his time reading books. <laughs> you know, which one is going to be scary? <laughs> and then the uncle now also confided in his neighbor, in their neighbor. Hmm. What's his name again? Mr. Mr. Waba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The stingy man that is living in a one-room <laughs> apartment, even oh. though he has money. With five with children. With five children. Oh. Oh. One room apartment with five children. <laughs> and he has, like, it just reminds me of this Nigerian film that the guy is named Mr. Bilonia, the stingy Bilonia. Oh, it's kind of your that he built this house, this big wedding house. He built this no, not even the wedding gift part. The wedding gift, mm-hmm. the keke wedding gift part. That one is mm-hmm. never as mad as he built this large mansion kind of house. Mm. And then he moved his family to, a, to the boys' quarters and rented the mansion. What? He rented the mansion out. That's the height of saving money. And then, oh, yes, he gave his whether he gave his son in law Keke as gift to be making money from it. Hmm. Oh, and wow. then, when this guy finally died, he refused to let the money go. He was appearing and telling them to keep his money, they should not touch his money. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> that's how stayed it was. Yeah. So, that's like who, I remember that movie. That's who Mr. Nwaba reminded me of when they were talking about him. Right? The, as in, they even talked about the fact that he used to hit his wife. If he should even see fish. Yeah. In in his, can you imagine? As in... Anyways, so I move on. And the then they talked about important. how in his desperation to get money to go to take the ferry because after his friends told him that they've all taken the ferry, he was like, he had been dreaming about it. He had new expectations. He had new dreams. And so they now um, all wanted, they now all um, met this friend of theirs, Ezekiel. Ezekiel was like standard bad guy. And Ezekiel told them about how he got the camera, he got money. And Ezekiel was a spoiled child. His mother indulged him so much mm-hmm. because he was the only boy and he sent all these fake this thing he wrote a letter to somebody that was looking for a fake for a nigerian pen pal and said that he was going to give them tiger skin in exchange for um camera money and other things you get and i'm like tiger skin That's, that's how it starts that's how phone starts. Don't worry, I will. 
That's how it starts. And okay. He wanted to do it, right? That's why I said his mother's prayer. His mother's prayer was working for him. He wanted mm. to do it, but he not have the money to do it along with them. That's how he didn't get punished. Mm. You know, so you know, yeah. And like everybody got punished, he didn't get punished, but he still had the dream and he did, he needed to take the ferry. And suddenly one day there was sixpence on the ground and yeah. picked it up. Just and I'm like, like they did not tell you plenty stories because when we're young, we see hear stories of how <laughs> somebody will pick handkerchief or pick money on the floor <laughs> and disappear. My head turns to yam. You pick it at turn to yam. Yeah. Have your head disappear? Disappear <laughs> your head. <laughs> like I even heard of um, one story of somebody that was close by, close to me. Right, it was raining, and she took bike. I don't even know where I heard the story from, Sha. I found it was somebody I knew that told me the story. That one girl took bike, and then it was raining. So the bike man handed her handkerchief to cover her head. She now collected the handkerchief and put it on the bike man's head, and the guy disappeared. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you. My goodness. <laughs> we had they stop the bike. Uh, the bike crashed. Yes, the bike man disappeared. <laughs> Why the bike was moving? Yes. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so um, when he saw conveniently saw sixpence on the floor and picked it up, I'm like, ah, that's what I was saying. His mother's prayer is working for him, and you know, he was not like, okay, he has sixpence, but he needs. 12 pence. How does he get you know, how does he get the shilling? So he consulted his friend Smog. <laughs> and being a friend, that one told him that he'll take him to a money doubler. That there's a money doubler and that one will double the money. I mean, they were just so simple. The way they thought of things, like and life then, was so simple, just give money double. And governments would have arrested this money doubler that was everywhere claiming it was a money doubler. Anyway, let's leave, you know, let's leave that where it is. <clears throat> and so he took his six pence, first divided, um, first they, they decided to spend some of it to, for on Suya. It was Suya they bought, right? Yes. Yes, Suya. So spend, spend three pence on Suya. <laughs> and, <laughs> and double the difference. I feel like plugging them now, so <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just remembering it. I'm just very angry right now. I'm, I'm happy they bought this too, but then the egg, I didn't get that part. But <laughs> who was so the egg part? Because we didn't get the egg part in that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> food was not bad. It was good in school. Though. Free access to 500 naira shawarma like that. Where else do you see that? <laughs> Where I love the Amala. Amala Nivedu. The turkey and chips in Kaf too that I still remember. Ah, yes. That was wow, good. Wow, wow. Wow, that was good. And it was so cheap. And it was sweet potatoes. You guys, when the summary of this story, I say somebody should explain egg. Now we're talking about cheese. <laughs> I'm trying to explain the egg now so that you really understand. We are going into in total details. <laughs> exactly. Okay, comfort, continue. Egg, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I said somebody should explain the egg. You say comfort, continue. No, some people explain that egg and suya might not be bad in Indomie, but on its own, I don't get the point. But me, they're just getting That's to get what I was saying, that there was no Indomie. Comfort, comfort. <laughs> When when a daddy fowl and a mommy fowl like each other, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come on, what's up? She did say she explained how the, the egg came to be. So, explain the combo. Let's skip. You know, uh, daddy fowl and the mommy fowl. Hey. No, don't worry. Let's skip to the next day. <laughs> so, anyways, guy went to double his money, and the doubler said, "Okay, I'll double your money. Come back." Hello. Continue. Okay. So, and the guy was first speaking, you know, correct English, you know, talking about how he's a professor, blah 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 blah. The next day, when he came with his friend, though, to come and to receive the doubled money, guy is already speaking pigeon. Everything has changed. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh, the day before, call me professor. This day, I say, wait, it happens. Wow. Anyways, so that was the end of that. And this guy had to continue his dream of, you know, booking for shaving for his trip. And okay. Then he now started talking about how yeah, it was kind of like a foreshadowing where he talked about how he doesn't know how his neighbor earns money. Mm. You get but he saw him um awake one night like that. Yeah, that was like all they talked about. He was just like, you know, telling okay. something about this guy. Mm. Something nefarious about this neighbor guy. But anyway, we continue with the story. <clears throat> yeah, so um eventually this um after that whole event, that's when he realized that okay. Oh yeah, he now there was a time when he had to go to go somewhere. I think they were supposed to deliver supplies or something to one other um, village that was across a river and so he had to go and he was at first he was first of all scared of the river and then he eventually walked through it you know and he was feeling so excited about that so he was really really excited about crossing the ferry so one day when he went to where the ferry boats were right and even though he didn't have the money he was just like ah 
oh well let me just go and see it and then that's when i saw some guys cleaning cars and all that for money and he now decided to do his own to earn money for the ferry boat he got his money to the ferry boat got to asaba and realized that asaba was nothing like all his expectations and so, but he decided to, okay, walk around because obviously that journey cannot be in vain after all the suffering, after all the dreams. <laughs> like, that's pretty dreamy. So that's how Oga was going round and for and did not know when the final boat was going to leave, the final ferry boat was going to leave, and he missed his boat. Okay, where should he sleep? What is he supposed to do? He shall found um, the smog um, boat. I think it was a lorry. Small glory. Yeah, it was a lorry. And decided that, okay, since it's small, that means it must be a kind looking lorry. <laughs> I went to sleep <laughs> inside, oh though. Only for him to hear some guys, you know, speaking pigeon and talking about, you know, something that they wanted to do. Obviously, and they were talking about that they had a gun. So the guy was, the boy was so scared. Mm-hmm. Like he was so scared. <laughs> after the whole robbery took place at a point in time they almost caught him Sha. after the whole robbery took place he went somewhere safe and the next morning when they finally when they got there they saw that okay that um they because he, he knew that he had the night watchman talking with them that he knew that the night watchman was talking but then they hung the night watchman up mm. the security guy up to make it look as if no he wasn't part of them. So the boy now came out and said, Yes, he's part of them. Not to them the whole truth. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was so confused. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Continue your story. And then at the end of the day, it turns out that their leader was the neighbor, the stingy neighbor. That shocked me. There ends the story. I like how towards the end, you know, the, I was imagining the night watchman like choking his neck. This guy is lying. This guy is lying. And they almost didn't believe me. But when that guy started behaving like that, they knew that ah, guy, this guy must be telling the truth. Telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Apprehended yeah. everybody. Sharp, sharp. Put the guy in newspaper. He became like a hero. Mm-hmm. They sent him home. Like he said, his mother's prayers were okay for him because... And you know what? They could have been stranded. They could have there stolen so his many. Place. Is he just stranded? They could have just killed him. True. True. Another time when they almost caught him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say he was so terrified that he didn't know how far they traveled. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, comments. Yeah. I believe all of you read the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I did. How do you feel about the book comments? Uh-uh. It was. was I like it because it was short. It's a children's book. But uh, yeah. I like it because it was short. That's why I want to like about it. And. Mm, I don't want to say yes. We're talking about the ending part of the book. When when I was reading it, I was I think there was a part where they were like, oh, they were still going to talk about his neighbor, 
and the book was ending and i was like when will this come up i thought maybe it's like all those like cliffhangers or something mm. so when i saw his name like the last line <laughs> and, <laughs> and they actually are talking about the man i was i actually feel, i was really happy actually but it may not mean anything but i was actually happy that they you know um what is what i'm looking for justice was done to that man's case basically <laughs> that was that, that was, that thing. was <laughs> yes exactly that was another thing that actually pissed me off in that in the novel the fact that it was really really stingy like you are that rich you're counting pounds in front of somebody and your family they're drinking gary if your wife puts more than um um the amount of does she want to put fish at all no if she ever make mistakenly put fish Uh fish okay you complain so that part really Yeah, that part made me angry. That's the angry part then. I'm trying to remember the one that actually made me stingy, man. You know, I just I just remembered this um, Nigerian film I watched about how the guy does not give his he earns money, but he doesn't give his wife money. He gives his mistress in a village. Can you imagine? Yo, and he always expects his wife to have meat in the soup, even though he doesn't give her money. Is it magic? I'm telling you, I don't even know where it's supposed to come out from. Whether she's supposed to plant meat. And then he <laughs> saw with Vector. I don't know if he. If he oh, but that not that much. <laughs> I don't know. But I know he was always upset. And then he used to do all these collection things, right? You know, these collection things that they used to do in, in you know, that they would collect Adjo. money. And then, yeah, Adjo. Okay. So he now collected money one month and the wife knows, like the wife found out about the mistress and everything. She now got somebody, a close person, to beat him and rob him. And took the body. She took the body and told you that she's leaving him. And he never know that the wife was the one that took the body. Everybody else is called look for him for money. <laughs> Nobody wanted to listen that they had robbed him. Nobody even believed him. I don't remember what happened at the end, Cha. Uh, your story also makes me remember another movie. Also Nigerian, I think this was Funke Akindele, one of our new series, Ayetoro Town or something like that. Mm-hmm. The guy is, yes. is an electronic trader. He's an electronic trader, so he's very stingy with his family. <laughs> so he keeps his So there was a day he was looking for the money. He didn't know how to find it. He didn't know how to find it. He found out the rats are eating the money. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious. Guys, he's like a third time with one of these things I could do this series. I think. 
I know, but like I haven't watched it, so like okay, and the story okay. was just so. okay. I think in the I think um, <laughs> the guy the guy left money under the bed or something like that. He left he used to leave money under the bed and they used to stay in this one um self con um house. He him, his wife and three kids or so. So he left money under his bed. And he was actually quite stingy with his money. So he came back when they are rats are eating the money. So that's what he's doing. There are so many stories. Like, there are so many Nigerian movies that tell, talk about, you know, what happens to stingy men. What happens, like, to stingy men and scorned women. It's one of their storylines. Yeah? So it's one of their storylines. They have some yeah. stable storylines. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like there was this one that the woman told, like after she saw a whole somebody driving her husband's car. The husband had was giving allowing his mistress drive car book her for his mistress while she she was learning from um as in the guy she had treated her badly and then she, she had been keeping quiet because she was a village wife she came from the village she just you know want anything to happen to her marriage and then when she saw this she just blew the green guy got home the guy was first you know trying to stop talk she just told him it's not you i will just destroy you i'll just make one small concussion for you you just eat it and die <laughs> <laughs> Would you just eat after that? Would he still eat after? <laughs> 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 the <guy> was scared. <laughs> you begged so funny how you speak to the person that's preparing your own food. <laughs> I don't I don't know. After you. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading this um, English translated Chinese novel. So, like, it's historical, right? And that was the time when uh, men were allowed to have concubines. And so, this woman, right, her, she was very wicked. She was like one of the villains in the story. <clears throat> and she was married to this guy that, you know, he, the guy was. Um, he was older. She, she was kind. Of, she was older, and she had three, two sons, and one daughter for him. Right, and the first daughter died in somebody's palace. She had only one child left, one boy left. Point is, the two children died of their own something they planned for somebody, and they fell into the trap. So, she now had one son left, and that one was like the apple of like the grandmother's eyes but she was afraid that the husband was going to marry that since she has lost two children he was going to go and marry a younger concubine and give birth to more children so she fed him poison that would you know kill his sperm count and kill the child no not kill the child she didn't kill the child no it worked the guy didn't even know self he just drank the tea I kept on living, mm. but it was bringing concubines. None of them were getting pregnant. <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> so it was later they now found out that it has been poisoned. Anyways, but her son died of later. Her last born died later of um, a um, what do you call those things? A plague. Oh, after mm-hmm. everything she did. Yeah. 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 She was a wicked person. But poor son did not deserve that. Yeah. But this book was good. It was a really good book. I think it's a nice children's book. And he yeah. had like illustrations. illustrations. No deep undertone. So there's no much there's not much to actually discuss about the book. I mean I saw some things. Like when I saw the you know when they took the bicycle of the guy and then they were riding it and he was easy to learn and then he got he he now started like riding properly and then he smashed the bicycle like this by mistake. Yeah. The guy came and wanted to like beat him up and everything. And then as he was running to beat him up, he now hit somebody that had like a twenty pound load and all her load fell down. That one is like, give me my twenty pounds. No, but that guy now he now got to escape from here. But it just made me like think of um how sometimes you can be unforgiving to like for like tiny mistakes but like big mistakes like you can make a really big mistake and you realize that you too you also need forgiveness and it just reminded me of the bible story of when the king i think the king forgave one guy for like a, a lot of sheep that he was owing the king and then when he went home on his way home from being forgiven he was still demanding that his fellow man give him what he's owing him and the king is like i forgave you and you are still like asking this guy for something that he's owing you something that's so small and he now told the guy to give him everything that he's owing him so he reminded me of that story just how sometimes some things can be little to you but you should just like let it go and forgive but i understand his annoyance i feel bad for him sure that guy was just i don't know like you said it's one spirit i was looking for him was able to escape. Uh, so it was an interesting book. Yeah, right. was able to escape. What? Who was talking? Someone no, okay. was talking. Okay. I was saying that the, the, the story you shared about that, that um, biblical example or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When I used to read that, and I used to ask, what is the king? Well, the king can tell you, ah, keep the cash, keep the gold coins. Ah, I'm the king. I've got plenty. You don't expect that guy to be walking around like for him to even be owing the king. It's clear that he's in like financial trouble. So definitely, he's still going to be, oh, you guys owe me. Please pay up. I know the king just paid me, but hey, I'm still hungry. So pay up. Well, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, if the king just paid you, it means you don't really have any debts anymore. What are you can have people owing you? So if you don't have any debt, you are free to go and somebody just forgave you of a huge debt. Why would you now hold somebody yes. for the tiny yes. debt yes. on that same day? On that same day, as well. Oh, if you're hungry, hungry, you're hungry. I don't know if you understand. You like, I'm just seeing him as like a hungry guy. Anymore. So yes, he doesn't have to pay the king, but he's still hungry. So to no. to feed. Yeah, assuming that he's hungry. Mm-hmm. 
See, believe me, my friend should be so down that you're born from a king that can do anything to you. And now he's That's free. Crazy. He doesn't have that minus anymore. It's just like somebody like in America, there's a lot of student loans. And you can imagine now, okay, maybe the person's owing the government like $60,000 or something. And then the government is like, oh, you don't have to pay us every month, every month. You're free. Do you know that means that the person can, any money the person makes is a plus. It does not more a minus anymore. Before, the guy would have had to be paying the king small, small, for many money he has. And now he's free from it. But he still goes home and is still collecting from his fellow man. It just means that he's a wicked person. Yeah, my counter-argument was the fact that I'm just assuming he was paying up or trying to pay up, meaning it was at zero. So, yeah, the king stuff minus. So the king has removed the minus. It does not still remove the fact that at that point he's on zero. So to make sure he's no longer on zero, that's why I'm using the word hungry. Make sure he had something to like feed or whatever. He like his own debtor had to pay up. I don't know. That's I saw the story. No, that was, no like, matter see. your. Uh, no, let me tell you why. Okay, the king just let's even talk about the timing. Hmm. He just got released of a debt. He should be celebrating. Why is he going hmm. to ask somebody else? Oh, yeah, pay your debt though. Yeah, he was going to get the money we used to celebrate. Well, we have a unique way of looking at things. So I don't know what else to say about that. But yeah, I get your point, but I think people are looking at it from the person who he's probably going to collect the money from. But I'm just looking at it from the individual himself. Like, oh, this huge debt is off my shoulders. Exactly, I can rest. I can sleep. As in, I can finally sleep at night. But rather, you went to make another person not sleep. Yes, oh, yeah, give me my money. Wait at least one yeah, day. Give me, the as time give me time. time. Yeah, the time I'm not saying you should not collect money back, yeah. but like that same day, it wasn't so long after the guy forgave him that he went to yeah, collect. The timing was bad. Yeah, the timing. I, I, I don't think I agree with the timing, but still, I'm just saying. It's like saying if someone forgives you, you have to forgive every other person who has ever hurt you or something. Like that philosophy. Yeah, it works in an ideal situation, an ideal society. But are we really living in an ideal society? You know, yeah, because I forgive you. I just, I forgive you because I, that's me. It could be God telling me to forgive you. So whatever you do from there, I don't know, it's down to your personality, your your God, your morale, whatever. So like, it's not really an obligation to. That is what I'm saying. Well, if somebody forgives you of something very huge that you have, maybe you expected to be killed for or some, or you expected a huge, you know, you expected like a huge punishment for one person's like, oh, don't worry, I forgive you. If somebody just steps on your shoe, please let that kind of small thing go. If you react to that kind of thing, it means that maybe what the person will do, like yes. you have a huge impact on you. It's just what happens. It's the way how people are like, they are kind to one person. You are nice to one person one day. Like you do something kind to them and they're like, oh, this is really nice. Thank you for doing it. It automatically makes people be kind to the next person. That's how, like, it just, it just happens. So when you don't have that natural instinct, you're not feeling that instant gratitude so much, so they're like, you know, they just forgive me a big debt. You know what? Forget that stem. Mm. Five, five naira owe me. I mean, they just There's forgive me. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, it's, it's a strange attitude. You know, yeah, I... I, 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 I you're judging everyone by your standard. You're forgetting that people have their own personal standards. Sorry, whose standard will yeah, okay. I judge everyone by? Oh, no, like you have to leave room, like wiggle room, just for people, personality, and other things. Like you just have no, to. No, it's not a matter of leaving wiggle room. It's about a certain situation, a specific situation. 
I can understand it if the person goes back a week and the person has come down from the high of being forgiven of their debt and mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, guy, pay me my money. It's just people don't look at things from a matter well, of. Look, you know very funny thing about um, the the way you're interpreting this story. You're interpreting it that people need time to really celebrate or to really be in the moment. No, I, I don't know. Don't. You know, chill, chill, chill. Wait now. You know, I follow sports a lot. Like I watched the game where this guy just won a championship. Was it? Forgotten the sport exactly, but he just wants something so huge. Everyone was celebrating and cool. In his interview, he was like, yes, today was remarkable. Today, I made it happen. I'm so happy. But tomorrow, I have to go again. I have to prepare for the next season. And people are like, whoa, look at this guy, this competitive spirit or whatever. But some people are like that's, that. No, yeah, that's it's different. Today. It's not the same thing. Tomorrow, we're going. It's not the same that's, thing. That's not the, the same thing. thing. It's like, let me tell you why it's not the same thing. Let me tell you why it's not the same thing. This guy has a goal in mind. Hmm. That game, that one game that he won was not his goal. That's not his original goal. He knows what his goal is. So he knows how to, like, he knows that he still has to prepare to go after the goal. Like, this game is not enough. That's different from receiving a bout of kindness. Mm-hmm. You feel an instant I'm sense of... I'm talking of the time it takes to really celebrate a situation. Like, regardless of how big or how small you see it, I'm just saying you are believing he needs a week to really celebrate, which I think you should not really celebrate. You should just be relieved. That's like quite different. But regardless, my point is some people need lesser time to really celebrate things. Like some people don't go around throwing parties every day. No, I'm not saying you should throw a party. The obvious, okay, even if if he didn't have much, when I said celebrate, I don't mean party. I don't mean an actual celebration, but I mean a moment of relief to take in the feeling that I no longer have to pay this large amount of money. Like five moments of relief or ten uh-huh. or, or, or one okay. hour of relief. And we went to... Exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying, see, don't mind me. I'm just like, I, I just have to look at this fellow and assume, I'm trying to really get into his mindset. What if he has celebrated? What if he was so happy, but... Yeah, after the happiness and everything, the reality of the situation dawned on him that, dude, I still have other things I have to do. I still need funds for other things. And this individual has promised me blah, 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 blah. I still have to collect. I don't know anyway, if you get it. Because the point is the king arrested him and he's now in prison. <laughs> and made him pay the money. If you cannot pay it, he put him. It's true. That's the, that's the that part of the story. The, he put his, the guy in prison like, because the guy could not pay he sent the, the guy who could not pay to prison. So the king heard about it and sent him to prison. So I said, oh, he pays it, he can't come out. <laughs> Thanks, nice of all, but Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> okay, so moving on. I mean, okay, if, you, if we're trying to be critical about the whole situation, how did mm-hmm. this guy ask for his money that even the king heard about it? As in... What the... <laughs> No, no, no. It's not it's not a matter of they live in a village. Mm-hmm. It, okay, if you say it was okay on his way back, okay, he went to maybe on his way back, he went to the guy's house. Okay, guy, give me my money. Nobody yeah. but this one the, that very day the king heard and arrested him. How did he do it? Even through the guy, it's also important. Thank he you. killed the guy in prison. That's and terrible. that was how the king had. He killed the guy. Which guy? The guy that was owing him. He, he killed the guy that was owing him to prison. Mm-hmm. 
until he pays the money that is owing him. One tiny amount like that. But the king said, okay, since it's that like that, go to prison. Yeah, right I, I promise keep that power, but yeah, I get I get what you mean. Uh, that's like overdoing it, but whatever. But nice counter argument though. Um I like the king angle, like how we heard. Interesting. Okay. That was a nice off topic discussion. Okay. <laughs> Um. So, uh, yeah, I just want to, I just want to point out another part of the book that I actually found very interesting, which mm. was the part of um the story that he had from the snuff trader, and he now added his own bit. The, the yeah, story about that was crazy. And uh, yeah, the bird and the river, mm-hmm. and that the river was the river was content about the size of the bird, and was mm-hmm. how like it's um, where is she, she felt like she was all that. Like exactly. she, was that she was larger and mm-hmm. that the bird compared to her was mm-hmm. very tiny. So the bird, you know, drank from the river or something like that. I was like, oh, he or is she or it just reduced um, the river's size. And that's they say that she's not that the river is now smaller than our um um it's now smaller than how it was in the morning mm-hmm. so yes and it says that um i think yeah the river thought about it and decided that the little bed was right and he realized too that there was there was one thing a river could not do it mm. could not fly so i don't mm-hmm. know it just It, it was also really, really interesting and that Chike was able to to learn from that story in his own way. He added his yeah. own you know. And I actually checked the mountain he added. It came from Guinea. So the mountain actually exists. It's in Guinea. West Africa. Oh, guys, I just yeah. remember a part of the story too. Remember how Ezekiel's mom helped him cash the check. Yow yow check. Oh yeah. Ten shillings. My goodness. That mom was yeah. That was another part that made me angry. Yes. <laughs> that um housework is for maids and girls, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Ah, Loki, when I was reading that part, I knew feminists would lose their minds at that that, that paragraph. (laughs) She showed Um, his feelings. If you lose your mind, you are a feminist. Eh? Is that what you are trying to say, Victor? That was not Victor. I think that was Samuel. Samuel. Victor, Victor, tell us. Was it Victor? Victor, I can't believe that's what was from here. Was it from... Oh my god! So you expect it from somewhere? Yeah, somewhere. Where's Bawa actually? It can't be Bawa. Bawa is actually not here. Let me see. Maybe he has. Just think Gala, and suddenly he has disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. The funny thing, maybe the message you said was power is inviting. Look at the, the human being inviting us. 
That's okay. So maybe, even maybe some something came up, or maybe his internet went off or something. We'll see. I messaged him. For the uh-huh. going on the thing that Comfort said, the ten shilling thing. You know, he showed it to his mother, and she was like, "He's a clever boy." And then she helped him catch the cash the check. I just thought that was just that's how you push a child to go into your home right there. But I don't know. Did he tell her the truth, or yeah. I don't he did showed, he lie? He showed her. He told her the truth and showed her the ten shilling. But you know, I have a counter argument for that. If he somehow sends leopard skin, um, let's say in very minimal quantity, to the three English boys, would this to be yao yao? No, because I think he sent exchange. Did he somehow send <laughs> leopard skin, no, even in small pieces, to the three English boys? He'd say he has never even seen the past game before. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, let's no, say, let's 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 say, to be a child that is no the mom is to blame the child is to blame to both of them yeah Very but we should stop blaming other people for people's mess and mess people messing up some people have terrible parents but they still turn out good so it's up to you it's your personal responsibility yeah, that's up to them and god because some people their messed up parents are really messed up so whatever they become we kind of can't just say it's all their fault if you really look at the story you can't just kind of say it's all their parents' fault either. Exactly. Then whose fault yeah, is it? Well, the no everybody has a personal responsibility. Everybody, they both play their part. Or, I mean, parents play their part in how I put it. But, the, but how would the child differentiate between good and bad if the parents don't even, from the beginning, Teach them about all those things. Thank you. Oh, who is this beautiful woman been talking? Oh, I love this girl so much. Thank you, Timmy. All I there there are some parents that that they are drunkards and they are they are never there for their children. One child will become see, a drunkard. Maybe if you are not there, that's bad. Maybe if you are not there, that's bad. I get it. But you are not necessarily influencing the morality of the kid. The kid can still be good because you're not there. If he had a good friend or, I don't know, a system around him that still functions yet. But if you are there, you're actively promoting the worst image of, of a man or whatever. You're making him think from day one, oh, men are to sit there and let the women do this. Oh, men are to do that. Oh, whatever you do is right, baby. Don't worry, you just do it. Ah, oh, mom, I just robbed some people. Oh, that's my baby boy. Oh, what do you think you will become when he grows? I don't even, don't you get, like you've encouraged him all his life doing whatever. He tell me which grow up just being sport and just being a brat. Fuck. Why are we silent? I don't know what to say because I don't want to feel something. Exactly what like thinking about basically. I may I understand where you guys are coming from, but mm-hmm. I know there are sometimes even in that situation, people don't always turn out that way. 
she's <sighs> doing what she thinks is best but that doesn't that's mean she's what, completely yeah, that's why i'm saying it's best not to try and assign blame to this kind of thing exactly because the point of assigning blame oh, can, can, can if I you know would it change anything obviously now share all right, all right. So this is the story of Kevin Hart. We all know Kevin Hart. He's a comedian. Everybody knows Kevin Hart. At least most people do. So anyways, yeah, I was reading into his, his autobiography and all of that. And I came across this very interesting paragraph about his dad. So his dad apparently left him when he was young and had, should I say, zero influence in his growth. I just say minimal influence because he was around for a while. Then he left. Um, one of the last memories he had of the man was while he was actually leaving, this is him running away, or nobody really knew. Um, the mom was like, oh, drop, Kevin, drop, drop off Kevin at school or something like that. And then he just goes, all right, get in the car. And he just dropped the boy anywhere. <laughs> he said, where drop the dude and where his school was? Like, it's north and south. So anyways, the point is, dad left, blah, blah, blah. Kev really grew up with his dad, which was his mom that was everything. Now he has made it, he has money and all. And then his dad comes back. They're like, oh, that's my boy, and blah, blah, blah. And then Kevin just said, you're just like, his morality and what his mom had taught him growing up and everything. He just forgave the man immediately. He's even paying his salary or something. He puts him on a kind of monthly payment plan or something like that. And then the father made a very interesting statement that really went out. He said, yes, I abandoned my son when he was small. And see how big he became. If I had abandoned him earlier, he would probably have become the Obamas. Do you see, do you see how messed up that is? Now, this is a man who left the kid's life. In fact, his living was even a plus because imagine him growing like a stupid mentality or whatever the man was. So my, what, what, what my counter-argument was that it's one thing to be a bad parent, but if you're a bad parent away from your kid, yes, they could still make it. Like when you're seeing a drunken parent or whatever, you are drunk, you are unconscious most of the time. The kid can still make it if God willing and if he's really, I don't know, there are certain other factors you have to consider but you are really not influencing the kid directly. You're just this kind of, oh, my dad sucks. He's always drinking, blah, 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 in the background parent. But if you're like this, Ezekiel's mom, you are active, mm -hmm. you are conscious. You are, you are always sowing these seeds. Whatever it, it, it um, germinates into, whatever you harvest, like you sowed it. So just mm -hmm. take your plan, take your cross, and just take your turn. That's just what I was going to Yeah, that's, that's the end of the story and my analogy. That makes sense. Yeah, that's not what you're trying to say there. Yeah. Because all that child sees is bad, and he feels that that's the right way to act. And if he's doing something close to that, he's doing something like that, the mom would tell him, "Oh yes, clever boy." Oh. And if his mom is telling him clever boy and is actually praising him for all those things, he will feel that that's actually the proper thing to do. That's the normal thing to do. And then again, if, 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 if the mom is someone like that, but she, she's just there, it's just like a neutral, you know, training. She's not really training him. It's, she's just there, like background, like what someone said. It won't really, his, his, his mind won't be that poisoned. So there's still space there to learn something good, even if it's not from the mother, maybe yeah. from his sisters or from the maids or something. Understand what you're saying? Yeah, I get where you guys are coming from. They play a part, but I don't think they're completely responsible. 
because when they're not living in a bubble, there are different other factors that affect you. Your, your environment, your friends. I, I believe that there are different are things that would have made you show that maybe what she's, I'm getting from home is not what I'm supposed to be getting. It's not like there's mm-hmm. only two of them in that tiny room growing up together. You know, yeah. so I, I wouldn't say, you know, the parents are completely responsible. Sometimes, even with parents okay. like completely those, Yes, there's so many parents out there that even... You know, they brought up their kids in the way of the Lord, you know. They are fervent Christians, you know. But their kids, I think there was a story of a pastor on, um, what is it called, Redemption Camp, that apparently his child killed him. I think the child oh, yeah, was going I heard to that some years ago, yeah, yeah, Redeemers, yeah. University. And this one is not like killing, like, oh, stop, like, butchered the man. Put his body in. Sorry, this is. Can you imagine? That was like in, in a trash can. And what can you say about that? You know, we don't know how the man raised him, but we think that oh, you know, he raised him according to you know the way of the Lord. He went to, but then again, not this because I'm still not going to. But we suspect that oh, this child was you know well brought up in a Christian home, and he ended up that way. So it's just a part. It's not like complete. It's not completely. No, we are not going to put all the way the boy is raised completely on the parents or because parents are like this. Yeah, it can't be completely on her. I'm just saying, but she played such a major part. It's kind of like you can't miss it. You can't undermine it. Okay. Is there any other part that caught you guys' eyes in the book? Well, oh, yeah, the beginning of the story, where they were like, big boys don't cry. Hello, big boys cry. <laughs> I was singing Peggy's song in my head when I read that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just something mother said to your children. Yeah, so, so that you don't cry. Cry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you not a big boy? Ah, yes, no, that's what I can, I can verify. I can confidently say that we do cry. It's just dependent on the, 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 uh, the factor influencing the pressure. There was this part in the book where three guys took these brain pills to make themselves smarter. <laughs> and they, they found the <laughs> and they became mad. <laughs> and even the teacher wrote a poem. <laughs> Let me offer a counter argument. What if they're normal? Maybe they got super smart. Nobody can understand them. Ha! I stand level. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. Oh my, I'm, oh I'm stating what was actually in the book, the fact. Are you arguing with the writer? Because this is not me. <laughs> they can't have Einstein because they don't understand basic knowledge. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'll just joke it there. But essentially, actually, I was going to add that if they were university students, I would have laughed at them like crazy. But because I think they're in primary school, secondary school, ah, it's sad. But they're Why do you need senior, to? Is the pressure that much? Are they in primary school? No, they just they just felt that they were not smart enough. They just wanted to do well, take it past. Please, were they in primary school or secondary school? That's what I'm saying. Is the pressure? I believe much. Primary. Okay. For you to not feel smart, there has to be a comparison. 
Well, that could be peer pressure, actually. That's why I said it was pressure that much that already. Maybe their parents wanted them to go. Oh yeah, your parents. And maybe they've been failing. They've been failing. <laughs> the teacher said there was a dull boy in our class who swore at all costs I must pass. He read himself blind. He cluttered up his mind with pills. I was at the bottom of the class. And I think he said that the teacher wrote it during the holidays. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> what is he thinking about? And then, what was he thinking about? Stop, teacher, is that? I don't know what to do. <laughs> just telling them that they should give up. They should just give up. Because, mm. <laughs> it's just time. <laughs> oh my god, it was interesting. And when sure. he passed, I think when he passed, and those other boys failed, he ran immediately. They told you, so you have to because he passed, you failed. Is it is his fault that you failed? <laughs> my bullies are unreasonable. As you just have just this letter and I also like when they came out when he came out of the river and he gave him confidence, like the first river. And he's like, if you can go through a big um if you can go if if you can go if you can pass a big test, any small test is like not a big deal. So you made him like a really confident person. Mm. I like that part. He's an a man who can walk through in Kisa with bare feet shall not be afraid to sail the Niger in a boat. Hmm. I remember reading that part. Now I want to go to mm-hmm. Kisa. Hmm. It was nice. I like how he gained confidence then, more assurance of himself. But I think at the point, maybe he had self-esteem issues. Just a little. Maybe because he was trying to like adjust into a new environment. Yeah. Yeah, he was still adjusting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think for me, that's it. And I really like the illustrations. I thought they were interesting. Yeah. One thing I like is that when when he is is experience in Abba was so eventful. So when he gets back, to um, Anita and it just is friend because you know he was always wanting to go because of the talk and the gist that his friends were always telling him about Abba and I say Abba sorry Asaba mm-hmm. yes about Asaba so this time around if, when he's going back his own will be more like interesting so I was kind Will of happy in that but his this thing was published now like his face on yeah, the, uh, about, the paper so true so, Are you sure that those people have even gone? Some people used to blow up. They'll be for me. We've gone here. The place was not what they described when he got there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they went. <laughs> they may have actually. I don't think they went. <laughs> they say Asaba, the next London, I'm Lagos, the London. Just <laughs> be like the publisher forgot some part. It was a really good book. I like it. Mm. Amy, would you like to pray for us? 
In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God, for um, protecting us, for guiding us. Thank you, Father, for our meeting, our book club meeting, which we just had now. Father, Lord, we thank you for protecting and guiding each and every one of us. We also thank you for those that came and left. We thank you for those that <clears throat> stayed till the end. We thank you for seeing us through, oh, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to air our views and to talk about this book freely. We thank you, O oh Lord, for all that you've done for each and every one of us. Father, Lord, we commit, we thank you for this week as well, for making us to see the end of this week. And we commit tomorrow and the following week into your hands, O oh Lord. Father, Lord, take full and total control, Father. And in everything we are going to be doing this week, Father, Lord, take preeminence. Everything we are going to lay our hands on, O oh Lord, shall prosper. And at the end of this week, by next week, we'll come back and we'll also find every cause to glorify your name. In Jesus' name, Amen. I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for coming. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Once again, this is Comfort. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are so awesome. You guys encourage us so much. I hope you have an awesome week. Also, don't forget to like, share, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Cartwright Handed. See you next week.